Hi, I'm Andrew Tehran, and you are listening to Not All Podcasts Wear Capes. And I'm here with my spectacular co-host, Anthony Spedavecchia. Thanks, T. The, like the spectacular Spider-Man, I guess. Would, uh, <laughs> the spectacular Spider-Man. Wow, I like that. Not bad, right? So today's episode, we are recording a bonus episode on the eve of the San Diego Comic-Con. That's right. And uh, we're going to talk about the, uh, the Marvel slate that's upcoming. Uh, some things are confirmed. Some things are unconfirmed. But you know they're going to happen. And a couple things that we want to see uh, that we think that they can pull off. And as always, spoilers for the MCU. If you haven't seen all 23 films now, sorry, we're going to spoil them. <laughs> yeah, major spoilers all the way around. Uh, so the big, the big show is going to be in Hall H. I hear that all the time. I don't know that I would ever want to go. Let me tell you, I went to the Comic-Con in New York a couple years ago, and there's just so many people. I can't imagine what the one in San Diego is like. New York is just on a smaller scale. And, and it blows my mind what, what San Diego must be like for four days. Yeah, Spade, Spade and I are a subway ride from the New York Comic Con, and there's just t- too many people. And I, I love the bustling streets of New York City, but I, cu- I couldn't be in those lines. Even to get into Hall H, you have to camp out two days before. Not not my idea of a good time. Th- that was the problem. The, the couple things that I wanted to see, like the major panels at the Comic Con I went to, they had... Uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. just started on, on TV. It was only, I think, like the second or third episode. So they had a panel on that. And uh, there was a Walking Dead panel. And people just camp out in the auditorium all day long. So you couldn't even get in when you wanted to. But I hear it's different now that they cleared the auditoriums after every screening or uh, presentation. Yeah. So you've got to kind of pick and choose now what you want to do, which is nice. I go to conventions. I go to tabletop RB, RPG conventions. And I I love going to them, but I, I avoid the big ones. I kind of um, I go to the the really good ones, but the ones that are um, are like middling size. So you still get uh, a lot of people in the industry and a lot of cool people from the industry, but it's not super packed and and you can't uh, really do anything. And those kind of conventions, those tabletop RPG conventions, a little more personalized and you make friends there but yeah uh, we went to the comic book convention here in in newark yeah oh yeah there's a there's one here in newark and then there was one and it passed just a month ago it's uh new jersey comic-con i forget i gotta look that up next year we should go and and help promote it but definitely definitely but anyway that's that's enough rambling let's uh let's get into the good stuff all right good Okay, yeah. So we have our, you know, a top ten list that is never ten. It's always a little short or a little more. We've never landed completely on ten. But what we are going to be looking at is what we think our predictions of and what we think should be announced for the Marvel slate for the next phase four for the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yep. And uh, number one, they're currently filming. Even though they won't admit that they're filming this right now, there's reports all over the web. A Black Widow movie with Scarlett Johansson, who is currently dead in the MCU. If you have not seen Endgame, spoiler alert. Yeah, and if you go on, you know, even mild spoilers, you're going online um, and there's uh, people taking photographs of them shooting in, guess what city? New York. Budapest. Oh, interesting. Right, right. Well, that, that that lines up. So everybody knows this is going to be a prequel. Yeah. Um, you know, but the the interesting thing to me is they said it actually, the, well, not that they said, the rumor going around is that it takes place between Civil War and Infinity War, which I find interesting because I'm wondering if the plot line of this movie is going to be Cap bringing the, uh, the Soul Stone back and... Uh, resurrecting her in a way and, and that would be the storyline i don't think they're going to bring back chris evans so quickly in two movies after his uh, send-off in endgame i think chris evans will definitely be back as captain america but where it's going to be a few years and it'll be a big surprise hurrah and um in the next 
Avengers or whatever next. Right. I don't think they'll. I don't think they'll bring him back so quickly. You don't even need to have uh, Chris Evans. You can just have the stunt man or his stunt double in the Captain America costume and film the scene with him. I mean, there's no reason that Chris Evans even's got to show up. If as long as it's not a speaking part, you can have Cap there, drop the stone off, keep him moving. She comes back. You don't even have to. You don't even have to write a, any dialogue for that. But why? Why would they? Why would just just for the like a like a Infinity Stone cameo? Yeah. Well, if the movie takes place between Infinity War and Civil War, right? It makes sense that that's the timeline where Cap brings the stone back to the Red Skull. Right. Right. So, if you're gonna bring her back, that's how you would do it. I think there might be a reference to it, but I don't think that'll be the through plot line. I think they're gonna they're gonna do new stuff to lay groundwork for what's coming up, because in one um, like it, the rumor mill is talking about what'll happen in the MCU, and that they're saying there won't be one overarching threat, but but there'll be two overarching threats, right? Right, one, smaller mini arcs, right? Like four or five movies. Well, no, but like something like one that will be a terrestrial threat. So it would be somebody on Earth as a terrestrial threat. And then a secondary threat, which would be more of a cosmic threat, <coughs> Galactus. Um, and that cosmic threat would be, so there would be two separate things going on. They may touch, they may not touch, but it won't be like, so, so you grab those gems, put them in the glove, All it all ties up in one beautiful arc. I think there's going to be, different arcing kind of thing yeah right? I, it makes sense it makes sense i mean i don't think anybody's uh really pushing for another 10 year storyline with so much going on and so many wheels spinning and all the new characters that they could bring when, in when did they start black widow i'm not sure but uh, i think when it was did february they start i think it was february when did the disney deal happen i mean when did the um well, the fox the deal fox deal happen that was what march terrestrial threat doctor doom eastern europe I mean, the the rumored villain is Taskmaster for this movie. Taskmaster is a tough. He's the guy that works for a greater villain. But he seems like too big of a threat for Black Widow to take on by herself, I think. So, the big bad won't be... I mean, in the background, all right, you've, everybody's seen Inspector Gadget, right? And then there's the Claw, Claw, right? And all you see is the gauntlet like petting a cat right that's all you see this is what i'm this is what i'm talking about you you see a little bit of dr doom you hear latveria you get like villains sent henchmen sent by doom but you don't see doom. the master masters of evil who's in the masters of evil well, baron zemo right okay baron zemo yeah baron zemo definitely is going to come back for this one well, he he's in the well. The rumor is he's going to be the villain in the Captain Bucky series, or the Falcon and Bucky series, whatever they're going to call it. Oh, oh, that's not bad. Yeah, so that's pretty good. And then who who else would you throw in there? Union Jack. You could throw anybody. I mean, any absolutely anybody could be there. Definitely Hawkeye. will show up. You'll have a bunch of people, and it, but I think it's going to be much more the feel of Winter Soldier than any of the other Marvel films. It'll be like spies and secrets and um, the very James Bourne. James kind of, James uh, Bourne? Is that James Bond or Jason J- Bourne? J- Jason, J- James Bond and Jason Bourne, yeah. Right, there you go. Um, all right, but let's talk about one more thing with this movie. They, um, they've they casted David Harbour, who plays Sheriff Hopper on Stranger Things, and he was Hellboy in the most recent Hellboy movie. right. His character's unconfirmed. Everybody's thinking it's going to be Taskmaster, but he doesn't have the build for Taskmaster. Nope, nope, nope. And you have an interesting theory, so go go with it. Well, I mean, I'm not the first person to come up with this, but David Harbour would be an amazing Ben Grimm, the thing. Now, in an interview, the, the rumor mill got to him, and they it was in, in an interview they were saying... Are you? Oh, he he said, "Yeah, I'm in this Marvel movie, and it's a thing, so I really can't talk about it." And they're like, "The, the thing? thing," and every and everybody's freaking out. And then in another interview, they're like, uh, "Did you say you were playing the thing? Is that what you meant? Where are you trying to?" He goes, "Nah, nah, I can't. Like, 
you know, and then he kind of shuffled it around. I say thing a lot, like that's the thing or thing like that. But maybe he's telling the truth. Maybe he's not playing the thing in that movie. Maybe it's just Ben Grimm. playing Ben Grimm, right? I, I think that would be great. Military guys, astronaut, maybe, you know, it could fit. That would be what, I, that's what I hope. That's my big hope. He would be a, an amazing Ben Grimm. He would be an amazing Ben Grimm. Absolutely. And I could totally see him and John Krasinski oh. being uh, best friends on TV. Absolutely, absolutely. And they're the same age, even though John Krasinski feels younger, but we knew him from The Office. So John Krasinski, I think, is a couple of years. No, they're the same age. I'm a few years older than David Harbour, even though. Uh, yeah, but we're not talking about you. We're talking about <laughs> these guys. <laughs> uh, all right, good. And then Rachel Weisz. Yeah, she's she's in the movie, too. Great actress. Yep. In like dozens of great movies that I've, you know, that I've seen. Yeah, I don't know who she would be playing. I, I wonder if they might do like Viper or somebody. I think I think she's a big bad too. Yeah. Um they they burn through a lot of villains like this in the Agents of Shield. There's uh oh, what was the the villain in the Wolverine movie? That, that was Viper. Oh, Viper. Yeah. Madam who's Madam Hydra? There's a Madam Hydra? But, yeah, but she I think she goes by uh Viper too, I think. I, I feel like Viper's yeah. a name that, that's been like thrown around, that several characters could be. And she is, um, well, she's not that much older than Scarlett Johansson. So, I mean, she could be like her former boss, you know, um, and they kind of rewrite some character from the comic books to kind of fit the narrative, right? Or they can go with a flashback sequence. She could be the one who trained her and you have... Um, you know, Natasha as a young girl. So right. there's different things. There, there's many different things you can do with, with her. Yeah. There's a lot of possibilities. There's a, yeah. Oh, here's who I want in, in the uh, Black Widow movie. The Swordsman, played by Jean Reno. That's what I want. The Swordsman, played by Jean Reno. Train Hawkeye. Hmm? Add him on Twitter and see uh, see if you can make that happen. Uh, yeah, I will. I will. I'm going to, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Be like, are you going to play him? Yeah. All right, good. Yeah, so Black Widow, it's currently filming. This is coming out. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. And this is going to be the next film uh, coming out after uh, uh, Far From Home. So you're going to have to wait for Black Widow. Right, and that, that that's the only one right now that's, that's actually filming. Right. Next up. After, Number two? Yeah, after Black Widow, uh, The Eternals. The Eternals. Um, so that's definitely going to be announced. Um, a long time ago, I thought this was going to be a cover for another film that will talk about later i thought they were just lying to us um but this seems like it's going to pull through it's going to happen yep. um and we won't get into it right now because you could just listen to our podcast episode uh two i think was was all eternals episode two the yep. eternals uh, episode two the official episode two uh issue two right. uh it's the eternals one so we went pretty deep into depth into that a lot of research done and we kind of broke that down deconstructed the whole uh, uh eternals mythos absolutely in absolutely. that and uh but go ahead you want to you want to one thing that we were talking about there no it. i'll let you talk no this was your call you you casted this person it was my call and and again i don't come up with anything new i just like look at what everybody's saying and take the temperature of online but millie bobby brown has been cast, and if she's cast in that, smart money is on. She will be playing Sprite. Yeah, that that that, that makes the most sense. Right, right. She'll be playing uh, Sprite in the film. So yeah, yeah. So we won't get into that. If you're interested in the Eternals, which is going to be huge, uh, listen to our previous podcast. So the, the next film on the list is uh, Shang Chi, which uh, they're currently casting. Per rumors, uh, there's really not much known about this, and I don't really know much about the character either. Uh, yeah, we could go. Well, let's maybe discuss this in an episode another time. Uh, uh, Shang-Chi is a master of Kung Fu, uh, comic book character based around, loosely around a Bruce Lee type character. Right. And it'll be, they're, they're going to cast an Asian actor in the role. It is the, one of the new, right after Eternals, it's the next one on the docket. And uh, looking online, they were talking about how they're hiring some of the producers from The Matrix, uh, which is exciting uh, because those original fight scenes when they first came out in The Matrix there at the, in the late 90s, it kind of blew everybody away with that kind of 
hyper choreographed kung fu and fighting moves and styles and uh, uh, creating bullet time and doing all these kind of great things. Uh, so they, they, they understand the mistake that was made in Iron Fist where right. it's all about the fights and how the beauty of it and how really it's going to be choreographed and how the human body moves in the fight scenario so I'm, I'm really looking forward to this i'm looking forward to the diversity in this but right. here's a one call we could kind of make and talk about is um the big bad in the shang chi comic book is his father now his father in the comic book was a character from pulp literature a hundred years ago called fu manchu and it is a really kind of racial stereotype trope of the twirling mustachioed chinese villain and it has been used really poorly uh, throughout times and also they don't have the rights to it because something uh, with the intellectual property rights but the rumor mill is talking about they're swapping out fu manchu this character from 100 years ago and they're swapping in the mandarin awesome from iron man 3 from the comic books so instead of using that kind of non-marvel based kind of it, it kind of fu manchu belongs more in league of extraordinary gentlemen than in marvel comics and they bring in fu Man, i mean they bring in the mandarin similar character um still racial problematics there but, you know, any kind of character you can take, address those racial problematics and kind of kind of retool it for a modern sensibility yeah. so that you can kind of bring that. And I, it, it'll be it'll be great. I mean, maybe that's a big, big spoiler for Shang-Chi. It turns out that the Mandarin is his daddy. But uh, yeah. And uh, and bring back Ben Kingsley oh, oh, um, oh, yeah. as as his twin brother. The first half of that movie he was incredible as the villain. After they did that stupid, stupid, stupid decision, it, it, it ruined the whole movie for me. But you know what? Cast somebody else as a Mandarin, but still have Ben Kingsley in the film. Like, like the courses, like the guy <laughs> coming in and still have, like incorporate that whole uh, you know, controversy from Iron Man 3 and he comes out and then it's not really him. And he's like, you know, you're, you're not my father. <laughs> You know what I mean? It would be it would be <laughs> awesome. It would be awesome. They definitely have to bring back Ben Kingsley, no doubt. Yeah. All right. So uh, next up, Guardians Volume Three. Guardians Volume Three. James Gunn is back. It's not going to be as Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Well, that that's because we just got announced, uh, or the news was just broke yesterday that there's going to be a Thor yeah, four. We'll get to that, we'll get to we'll that get to next that. year. But yeah, these yeah. two can kind of go together. We'll get to that right because you can right the two of them because. Can go the, Thor has to be in the Guardians movie, even if it's for the first 15, 20 minutes. Yeah. I'd like to see them meet up with, like, right. Better Ray Bill and uh, Thor and him run off on, like, their own adventure. Right. And that's what Thor right. 4 is. All right, so we're talking Thor 4 right now. Thor 4, definitely, definitely. Yeah, well, I mean, what are we going to say about about Guardians 3, right? Uh, James Gunn is back after his walk of shame. Um, is there going to be Adam Warlock? Is he showing up? Even he was there in the his egg or cocoon or sarcophagus was there at the end of uh, guardians two and the post credit scenes yeah so so that's what i think the moon dragon is drax's daughter she could show up in the comic books she's drax's yeah daughter. um and they're, they're talking about um this being the final movie for this team of guardians so if his daughter shows up there's really no reason for him to continue he can run off with his daughter at the end and, and start, you know have his family he finds out his daughter is alive and right and other other oh what was the rumors i was hearing about rocket raccoon he'll get a love interest because he had one in the comics. oh yeah books. he had one in the comics yeah and the, and the rumors it would be lady gaga uh which is awesome which is kind of funny after a star is born where you had lady gaga see and, marvel uh, does stuff like that and we'll talk about it later but marvel has that kind of yeah casting sense of humor that goes in because rocket raccoon is voiced by bradley cooper Bradley Cooper, who starred together with Lady Gaga in A Star is Born. And what's a character in the comic books that uh, uh, Rocket Raccoon's uh, love interest? Is she like a gopher or something like that? Uh, no, I think she's a... 
she's a she's a raccoon just like him like a genetic experiment. I, I think it's a different um, i think it's another it's another experiment like this island of dr moreau experiment oh and who would be the people the the character that experimented on them they were talking about the high evolutionary because hmm. the high evolutionary is there messing with genes you know messing uh, messing with all the chromosomes and and um lila that's her name lila lila she a raccoon yeah. Oh, okay. I thought it was like, yeah, or 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 no, maybe maybe an otter. Maybe. An otter. It was an otter. So, some something along those lines. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. So. Yeah. So that that's that's what they'll do. You know, that's what they'll do with that. So there's a so much possibilities with the Guardians of the Galaxy, and and you, we we know what we'll get, and it's going to be fun, and the soundtrack will be great, and uh, right, right, hundred percent. Right. Okay. So Thor four. Thor. Yeah, so that was announced yesterday. Taika's coming back to right. write and direct. Um, it's gonna be great. If it's anything like Ragnarok, it'll be you know a fun time. Even though there's there's a lot of death in Ragnarok, which people right, seem right. to forget. So, but so, uh, so what do they? What story? What Thor storyline do they do? I don't know. Well, you can't go back to Asgard. Definitely better. Ba- right, that, uh, that's better done. Bill. They gotta bring in better Ray Bill. Um, is he an antagonist? Then they become I, I friends think so. at the end. I mean, he could. He could come and try and take uh, Thor's axe, right? Because it wasn't well. His weapon was Stormbringer. Stormbringer, right? But uh, I mean, it was more of a hammer. In the, in the comics, Thor has uh, you know an axe now, so it's a little different. And if and if our listeners are um, remember back in Thor Ragnarok, uh, Beta Ray Bill's um, uh, face, uh, Visage yep. was on the side of. Uh, one of the big towers on the garbage right. planet where, uh, where the grandmaster had his uh his thing so you, you know he's um yeah you know he's out there somewhere because right marvel doesn't see this stuff without uh paying it off later on so right. perfect time to introduce him now right and it was very much in because they, they saw the success of guardians of the galaxy so they said can we do that with thor and taika waititi uh hit it out of the park it's many people it's not mine i really liked it but some people's one of their favorite MCU movies is uh, Thor Ragnarok. I thought it was great. It was a lot of fun. Um, but I thought Ta- Taika Waititi would have his own. Um, they would give him his own property. I guess he's helming Thor. Yeah, um, I, I, I'm wondering if maybe one of the Guardians would leave the Guardians franchise and, and go with Thor, like him and Rocket and Groot. Mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm wondering if uh, not be not before the end of Guardians three, not before the end of Guardians three. No, no, 3. right, right. And they have their own kind. They have they have the bug guy. They have the rock guy. You know, from Thor one, cover of Thor uh, like two or something like that. What what are the two characters in what? Uh, Thor's ca- uh, sidekicks in Ragnarok. Oh, uh, oh, Meek and Korg. Yeah, Thor has Meek and Korg. It's already kind of, They probably won't have the Hulk again, but I'm sure they'll find some kind of ridiculous cosmic character. i like to see them bring back Lady Sif. Yeah, that, that'd be good. Yeah, because Thor doesn't really have a love interest right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I like to... you know. But it'd be, it'd be interesting. I, I like, you know what I'd like to see them bring in? Um, the Wrecking Crew. Yeah. You know, do, do something different. They did Crusher Creel in Agents of Shield. Oh, Agents right? of Shield. The Absorbing Man. Yep. Yep. Yeah, the Wrecking Crew would be a lot of fun. It would be good to see Thor do at least one Earthbound fight on his own with some ridiculous characters. Right. Like All right, keeping our list moving. Yeah, keep it moving. Keep it moving. This is a no brainer. It's a billion dollar franchise, Black Black Panther. Yeah. You know they're doing Black, Black Panther too. They haven't said it yet, but yeah, yeah. I'd be shocked if this is not one of the films they announce on Saturday at Comic Con. Absolutely. Absolutely. And at the end of Black Panther it was like Black Panther's gonna return, right? I mean no doubt, no doubt, you know. Right. This is, yeah, this is a no brainer. But what we would hope for that we would see in a Black Panther too. Yeah, Black Black Panther versus Namor. Yeah. yeah, Black Panther. I always say What's the right way to say it? I always never say it right. Namor. Well, you know what? I've been saying it since the 70s like that, but, you know, I, I really, I don't, you know, maybe somebody will come around and correct me, but I, you know, I just say Namor. Yeah, and, you know, in Endgame, they they uh, made reference to an underwater earthquake, which 
It's it's Na- it's Namor. And in Iron Man two, there was the map that had like this uh, super uh, like super powered individual activity like in the middle of the South Atlantic. So um, the thing with Namor is, I would always wish Namor would be a villain in an Invaders movie. Uh, my brother wants me to sit down and write a script with me that would. Uh, that would take place during the Korean War, do uh, do the invaders during the Korean War, and that and that Namor would be the bad guy, well, the antagonist, and they would fight Namor uh, because of all the the nuclear testing and things like that. But anyway, so Namor functions as like Godzilla, <laughs> you know, coming out of the sea, right? And and I'm pushing Rami Malek for that role. And your tagline, I've said this before, I'm going I'm to ride and die with this one. Yeah, yeah. From queen to king. That's, that's, uh... <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Oh, yeah, but anyway, yeah. So, uh, yeah. But see, the thing is, problem with Namor is his rights are tied up at Universal. Right. Well, well no one right. seems so to... I, I think it's one of those things. The same thing with Hulk yeah. and She-Hulk. They can't have their own movie, but right. Marvel can, be can in put someone them else in any movie they want. Right. Yeah. I don't know. It's complicated legal. Mumbo jumbo. Uh, intellectual property law. Yeah. Right. But, um, okay. So definitely I'm looking forward to Black uh, Black Panther. What a great movie. Black Panther 2. Um, it's going to be, uh, yeah. it's going to be awesome. And then uh, next one up will be Doctor Strange 2. They pretty much said this is happening without Doctor confirming Strange. it. Yeah. Doctor Strange will return. Right, right. I'm looking forward to Doctor Strange. I like Doctor Strange, um, especially after... Infinity War. I think he was one of the better characters, one of the stronger represented in that film. Um, so I'm interested to see where they go in the sequel. I liked. I I really liked uh, the Doctor Strange movie. It was a solid movie, definitely a B plus. I liked Doctor Strange more as the straight guy in a comedy routine that just reacting to other silly characters around him. That's why I think he worked really well in infinity war um he only was in in um endgame for a short amount of time at the end but those scenes with him and tony stark and anybody you know imagine him i i i want to see more of him in a group film so it's like dr strange meets whomever dr doom dr strange versus dr doom whoever you know it would be i would i would i would prefer that um i i I think he can carry a film i would love to see a dr strange 2 film but i prefer him in a more ensemble piece what if it's dr strange the defenders and it's uh you know dr strange hulk uh silver surfer and well namor again uh, those are the four and marvel actually has a comic now where it's those four really as uh, as defenders well yeah. i mean they they could work towards it now and now, right now anything is possible yeah right now anything is possible yeah right so that's dr strange too uh right captain marvel captain marvel too next up on the list captain definitely captain marvel yeah too. yeah 100 percent. this is gonna happen i i don't know what the storyline would be can i tell you what i think the name should be go ahead captain marvel kree scroll war how do you open it? Opening scene? No, not opening scene. Final scene. Galactus comes down like those John Byrne issues of Fantastic Four. Galactus comes to the Skrull homeworld and just eats it. And that's the introduction of Galactus is him destroying the Skrull homeworld. Okay. And that would explain why the refugees in Captain Marvel 1, right? Exactly. Exactly. Oh, that yeah, that could be actually... You know the the, uh, the 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 opening flashback. Yeah, the opening flashback. You know of uh, of why why the uh, uh, why the scrolls are refugees. But yeah, Captain Marvel two, Kree Scroll War, and I again, I love the Captain Captain Marvel first Captain Marvel film. What I want to see is a big head, supreme intelligence. I want to see what they actually looks like with the. Kind of like the tentacles coming out of the top of his head. That's what I want to say. That was the one disappointment. That was the one disappointment I had about the first movie. They went right up to the edge and they, they didn't deliver on that. Other characters who could show up in Captain Marvel 2? 
uh, Monica Rambeau, Photon, wore the mantle of Captain Marvel for a long time there in the late 80s, um, in the 80s, uh, as an, an Avenger. Well, well, she was in Captain Marvel, but it's the little girl. Yeah, she's a little girl. But that was in the 90s. The 90s, so, so she's, she's age ten appropriate year olds now. now. Now she's 30. Yep. She could be, uh, she would be Photon, right? I don't like, I hope it's Photon, not Spectrum. I, I I really always loved that character. She led the Avengers for a little bit in in there in the late '80s. Uh, she was always a really strong character. I love that character. Uh, who else could be there? Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Camilla Khan. Yep. Out of Jersey City. Represent. Uh, that was that was my hometown for mostly uh, 15 years there. Um, yeah, Camilla Khan, another uh, uh, yeah. great character. You could you could bring in so much. Uh, yeah, Kamala Khan would be be a good addition for sure. Um, but but Captain Marvel two I think can lead into uh, the post credits from Spider Man Far From Home, which is the, the next movie I think that they could probably do. Instead of uh, your next big Avengers movie, you can do Sword, right? And you could start with Captain Marvel, Nick Fury. You can bring in characters like Nova and have uh, you know your your space Avengers essentially. Right. So we look at that, and that's actually the next one on our list because we jump over from what we know is going to happen to unconfirmed and speculation. And one of those first things we're talking about is what we saw in the end of Far From Home, Nick Fury on a spaceship. Um, and that everybody is, and the first thing that popped into my head when that happened, and I wasn't the only one, um, that it soared, you know, uh, the uh, more space-oriented and proactive version of S.H.I.E.L.D. that uh, goes out into space right. at Defender. Right. So, you, you go with it. They're protectors of, uh, of Earth, but from space. Right. So... so yeah, so maybe it's uh, yeah. Another, you know, if it's not Kree Skull War, it could be you know, Sword or something like that. That so Sword will so I I, yeah, I agree. Sword will, will play a big part in Captain Marvel. Yeah. Um, yeah. in the same line of that, I mean, they they didn't name drop Sword, but more recent comics, there was the Ultimates, which um, is based off an older series of the Ultimates, but the new version was Captain Marvel, Black Panther. Uh, the Blue Marvel right. and a bunch of other characters who were essentially the Space Avengers. So this is when it gets complicated. Could... People who just watch the movies in the comic books, there was a parallel universe, which was what was the? They didn't even give it a number. I, they, they, I think they just called the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, the Ultimate Universe, and they didn't have Avengers. They had the Ultimates, and the Ultimates looked a lot like what the Avengers look like right now. Uh, you had a person who, who, way before the first Avengers movie, um, looked a lot, lot, way before the first Iron Man movie, looked a lot like uh, Samuel L. Jackson. And they even made some jokes about Robert Downey Jr. in it. It's almost kind of creepy how on point they were um, with... Yeah. Uh, so, so the ultimate version of Nick Fury is based on Sam Jackson. I mean, right. I, don't, I don't think that's a secret, right? right. The original right. Nick Fury is David Hasselhoff, 100%. But now in the comic books in the 616 universe, the Ultimates are a yeah. completely separate team. I mean, they are kind of associated with the Avengers, right? But right. it's Photon, right? Monica Rambeau, Captain Marvel, uh, Blue Marvel. I've only seen him in pictures. I've never read any comic books about him, but he is a like a, a Superman type character who uh, African American who um, is a little bit older, right? He right. was from like the seventies or something like that. Yeah. Right. So, or I don't know, you know how Marvel time works in the comic books. It doesn't. But um, uh, who else was in that? Black Panther, Captain Marvel. Black Panther. Yeah, uh, Blue Marvel. Photon. Photon, I believe. And uh, I don't know if, if Spider-Man to Miles Morales was in is was in that one. I, I got to go back and check. It's been a while. The, the, the comics are a few years old at this point, so I, I don't remember off the top of my head. But Captain Marvel and Black Panther were definitely your two main ones. And that seems to be where the MCU is heading right now, pushing them into the forefront. All right, next on the list. Next on the list. 
All right, so we have we have we have on our notes here. We have sword ultimates young dark avengers right so so it's all kind of like what is going to be the next big group kind of film and we can't we're not going to wait another 10 years to get like the big things where, where are all these because it's all about connectivity and where are all these people going to come young avengers young avengers i don't know i don't like the idea of the young avengers too soon it depends on what you do so if like one of the ideas that I like is um, from the Ultimate uh, Spider-Man cartoon, where Nick Fury was in charge of Shield and he recruited Spider-Man, uh, Nova, Iron Fist, Luke Cage. They were all younger, and the White Tiger was uh, was someone who who was on that list, and they um, they were trained by Shield to basically be the next version of the Avengers. So if you do that, I'm I'm kind of into that, but I, I don't I don't know. This is what Marvel's going to... This is how I feel like they operate, right? So you have something called A-Force, which was my... I didn't get to read it, but it's uh, all women... Women Avengers. Women Avengers. Now, you didn't see that, but what they did is they hat-tip it at the end of Endgame, right? right? For, I don't know, 10 years, Hawkeye is Ronin. He's not... I'm not Hawkeye. I'm Ronin now. And for like 10 years, he's Ronin, Right. They don't do him being Ronin. They hat tip it in the film, right? So there could be a plot line within, contained within another film where there's these younger characters like Spider-Man. Maybe if they do Camilla Khan in, in, um, in Captain Marvel 2, you grab all these younger heroes and you bring them in. I don't, I'm, I'm not ready for, uh, a young kid being Hulk before they put in She-Hulk. Right. Right. Um, and there's not enough young characters. I think it's st- the Young Avengers is still five, ten years away. It's an- another phase. I think. I think Phase Five could be a Young Avengers, not in Phase Four. You know, you have to start seeding them now. Right. Exactly. Seed them now. Yeah. Right. But you have to build that up to a. Point where, oh my gosh, the elite team, the A team, the uh, the the main Avengers are gone. What's going to happen? They poof, they disappear, or whatever. They're trapped. They're captured. The young Avengers go into it, right? Right. Who's got to come rescue? Right. Yeah, exactly. And then we're talking about Dark Avengers here. Right. So who's your Dark Avengers? Again, I don't want to see Thunderbolts. So, so Thunderbolts is a Thunderbolts. We were talking about this. Thunderbolts is the team that right. General Thunderbolt Ross put together. Correct? They're, they're the Suicide Squad of the Marvel Universe. They're Suicide Squad of the Marvel Universe. Right. Do yeah. they want to go that route right off the bat? Or, again, there's going to be a hat tip in another movie where Thunderbolt Ross is trying to do something with his team and they get slaughtered. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? And then the, the real team has to come in, right? Right. Uh, I don't think, uh, like, uh, who's in there? Red Hulk? I mean... Yeah, people are you know people people are going to come to see any MCU film, but you know you want. I mean, you can do you can do the villains that have been around that are kind of in quote unquote in jail, like uh, Abomination, or I don't know who who else is around that the Vulture, right? If you wanted to, there's a, there's a bunch, right? But here's the thing about the Dark Avengers because the Dark Avengers is led by N- Norman Osborn. Norman Osborn. Yeah. Norman Osborn, right? That's why I don't think it's going to be Dark Avengers. I think it would be the Thunderbolts, if anything. Right, right. Because the Dark Avengers, because legal reasons. Right, right. Right Right now, Marvel and Sony are playing nice. If all of a sudden that deal falls through, people start, like, you know, standing their ground, all of a sudden, Spider-Man is no longer in the MCU. It poops. And now, if Spider-Man... They, they, Sony can't make a Spider-Man film with Tom Holland. I was hearing that. That's one of the things they couldn't do. They, they would have to reboot him. Right. That's one of the things. Well, actually, what, what I heard was they can't they can't use any of the characters that Marvel already set up. Or, or I don't know if it's the characters, right. but they can't use the actors. That version right. of the character, right? They would have to do a complete reboot. Right. I don't know why you do that at this point. Yeah, yeah. I, I think they would be stupid to do. And they could go put out Spider-Verse movie after Spider-Verse movie, Miles Morales, and they could keep on making animated 
uh, Spider-Man movies, and they would make just as yeah, much that's money. what that's what they need as to do as much money as any any non MCU film that right. they could do. They, they right. need to focus on the animation right. and let Marvel handle the live right. action. That's why I don't think that the Avengers Tower is uh, going to be Oscorp building. I just don't think that. I don't think that's yeah. Gonna... I I think it's more logically going to be the next movie that we're going to talk about right here. It's the Baxter Building, which which will be the biggest announcement at Comic Con if it actually goes down, and I think it will. The Fantastic Four. Yeah, everybody wants. This. Everybody wants. It's been long enough. They they screwed up the movie three times. Let let's let's have it. You you made that billion dollar purchase of of Sony. I mean, of Fox. Let let's start making that money back. Give us the Fantastic Four. Now, this is how. I would like to see it happen. It would blow up my uh, David Harbour theory from Black Widow. I'd like to see it set in the 60s and they go travel to the negative zone. They're, they're explorers. They're explorers, like, like challengers of the unknown, right? They're explorers. You can, start it in the, you can start in the 60s. They time travel. We know it exists in MCU. That's why my, my theory is the quantum realm and the negative zone might end up being the, the same, same thing. Same thing, right, right. And you put them in, you shoot them out, and that that's it. Or you use the quantum realm to get to the negative zone. You know, or you, or, you know, or, yeah, something right. like they could, that, you know, a couple it. of lines of uh, explanation and uh, exposition, and then we're, uh, we're good. And that would be great, and then they pop back. Right. But yeah, absolutely fantastic for it. I mean, the, the Fantastic Four speculation it could be two, two, two full episodes. So this would be the biggest thing. This is what everybody wants. Phase Four, Fantastic Four. Absolutely. Here will be my Fantastic Four. Mr. Fantastic, John Krasinski. I'm on board. No-brainer. Sue Storm, everybody's saying his wife, Emily Blunt. I think you go Emma, Emma Stone. That, that's who I would cast. I'm, I'm on board. The Thing, David Harbour. We, we mentioned it before. I'm on board. I'm on board. I'm on board. Or, I mean, it, it really only has to be the voice. I, I could see Seth Rogen playing that role. The Thing? Yeah. Okay, yeah, 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 Seth Rogen. I mean, I, 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 I have no objection. Right? Why not? And if I got a free torch. ticket, if I got a free ticket, I'd be on board. I'm not buying the ticket. You know, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, Human Torch. Uh-huh. Here's my my two choices. One, I know you're not you're not behind this at all. Um, Zac Efron. Throw me a lifesaver. I've jumped ship. <laughs> I'm drowning. <laughs> I don't want. I don't want. I don't care. I know he played a serial killer, and supposedly he's a good actor. I don't want to see. Yeah, I don't want to see it. Yeah, I. Uh, you know what? The more I see him, he he's he's not bad. I I, I like him. Right. Or I could see Andrew Garfield playing the role too. That'd be crazy, right? That'd be crazy. I have to think about that. I can't respond. So, and then my villain. I wouldn't go Doctor Doom off the bat. Maybe you see him in there. Nope. Like like we said, like the claw from Inspector Gadget. But you go with the Mole Man, and you cast Jonah Hill or Josh Gad. Okay, so I definitely want to see Mole Man. But that's like the cold opening. They put a beat down on somebody, and it's the Mole Man. And it's a joke that the Mole Man's always popping up, and you just got to beat him down. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, like, every movie he comes down, and, like, by the third movie, Ben Grimm just hits him on the head, and he goes back in a hole. Like, like the, what's that thing at the carnival? Or you, you do a, a shot-for-shot remake of uh, The Incredibles 2. Right, right, right. Where it's right, them right. fighting the Mole Man. Just, just do exactly that. I mean, you see, see again, as a team... The Fantastic Four has a better rogues gallery than the Avengers. It's so deep and varied. Um, Annihilus. Annihilus in the uh, neutral zone. Doctor Doom. Galactus. I, I mean, it just goes on and on about all the different kind of... Um, Kang the Conqueror. Kang the Conqueror, which is Fantastic Four, even though he's kind of like an Avengers. Fantastic Four owns him. Yeah, Kang the Conqueror is... and. They've retconned, and when I was reading comic books, this wasn't necessarily true, but they retconned Kang the Conqueror to be a descendant of Reed Richards in the future who comes back to ancient Egypt with his time machine and then becomes Kang the Conqueror. And then there's the, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, the Fantastic Four is just so, so rich an intellectual property that Fantastic Four can breed non-Fantastic Four movies way better than Spider-Man. Because um, the very next one on the list, which is my Keanu Reeves pick, 
I'm calling it here. I'm calling it now. I will eat crow. Yeah, I, I, I will. I could, some kind of way I will be publicly shamed on this podcast by me. But Keanu Reeves has to be Silver Surfer. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Keanu Reeves has to be. <laughs> There's the Point Break connection. They have mentioned out loud Point Break. I don't know. 2,000 times in that Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right. So, yeah, you want the Point Break uh, reference in MCU again. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and I know we said this in the previous podcast about uh, uh, when we had our, our poll, uh, but I can see Keanu Reeves deliver, though, like completely serious, delivering those long drawn out pontificating Monologues. silver surfers like yeah monologuing about like the depth of the cosmos and the power cosmic and and how lonely it is on his surfboard in space i mean whoa whoa yeah only one whoa right, <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, but yeah no silver surfer is uh silver surfer it could be its own movie and i think i I would not be surprised if we see a Silver Surfer movie before we see a Fantastic Four movie. Right. Next on the list. Let's keep it moving. Keep it moving. Momento, momentum. All right. Yeah, this is all you. You're you're a big fan of, of this group, the Power Pack. I'm a big fan of Power Pack. I somewhere in uh, my mom's attic, there's the first 24 issues. Uh, a group of kids from like six years old to 12 uh, get powers from space horses it's it it'll be awesome it, I, i'm talking about they need to make a real pg superhero movie with little kids i think it i think that would be a great really really smart choice and it would be uh, a wonderful movie to for for grognards like us to bring their kids to to the movies yep yeah, yeah, yeah. all right so we got two more on a list um these are semi-rumored. One is Ironheart, Riri Williams. Mm -hmm. So this is a heavy rumor going around that this might be announced at Comic-Con. Uh, Ironheart is the female Iron Man. She's a genius young black girl from Chicago um, who gets a hold of Stark Tech and basically just develops her own Iron Man suit. And uh, surprise, surprise, the AI of the suit is Tony Stark. Yeah. So that, that's your way of keeping Robert Downey Jr., in the Iron Man franchise if he's just the voice in the suit. I don't know if they'll do it, but that's a organic way. I mean, I, I think it's a great character. I'd like to see it. I think, again, I'm going to go back to the too soon. Too soon too to soon. bring him in. Um, uh, I like the character, and I like the diversity of the character. I think there's other characters that they could bring in, like Camilla Khan, like Ms. America, um, the new version of Ms. America. America Chavez. America Chavez, right. I think too soon to bring back uh, Tony Stark. I think it would be a different AI. It would be great to see him as an AI. But I, I think... Well, that's I, another thing. You don't see him. It's just his voice. He wants to, he wants to right. get away from the character. He doesn't want to... You know, he needs to kind of, I think, psychologically. He doesn't need the money. Well... You know, he doesn't need no, the money. No, he doesn't. And, he doesn't. But I, if you go in a timeline of these movies, that's four years off. So Exactly. So. What I'm saying is, again, if you're going to bring back Tony Stark, not now, you bring him back later, you could bring him back as the holographic AI, but you bring him back way down the road. Yeah. Not, that's too soon. And and Riri Williams, it, I feel it's very similar. I'd r rather see a Shuri film, right? And see Shuri working with, you know, in that... Um, their outreach program to uh, Compton. Or Oakland, right? Or, right? Um, Is that, that's where they were, Oakland? Yeah, the, Oakland, no, no, Oakland, Oakland, yeah, yeah, in Oakland. And they have that reach program, and Shuri's working with a little girl named Riri Williams. You know what I mean? I'd like to see that. That's, I think, a way to... That, that's not bad. You know, to, to, to kind of bring that in, and then she all of a sudden gets a Stark Tech uh, uh, internship and things like right. that. I like the character. I think it's too soon. Again, with same thing with Young Avengers. Right. That goes pushed down the line. And then the, the, the last one. So this is the only uh, X-Men we have on our list because it's, it's rumored that they may be casting uh, mm -hmm. for Wolverine. Right. And the, the rumor is uh, Taron Egerton. Yeah. Right? I think that's how you say his name. So he was in uh, Kingsman and uh, most recently played Elton John. Right, right. In the Elton John movie. Uh, and he... I like it. Yeah, yeah. I could see it. He had a flop of, uh, of a uh, uh, Robin Hood 
film recently that like I think is already oh you know, I, I didn't see that you know VHS release already but um I think I think that's I think that might you know who's calling that Mark Millar I think that's Mark Millar he said he sent out a tweet showing like his Nick Fury and him joking about Robert Downey Jr. in the Ultimates before and he says listen I was right before Taron Edgerton is going to be Wolverine I think it's a good choice. I think that I'd like to see him in an Invaders movie. I mean, you know what? Forget it. I'm going to put at the top of the list. I'm going back on it. We have a we have a Google Doc open in front of us. I'm going to go all the way to the top of the list, and I'm going to put, put in big old font. I'm going from 11 to 24. I'm going to put Invaders. There we go. I spelled it wrong, but that's okay. But that's okay. <laughs> he sure did spell an it Invaders wrong. Invaders movie. Ima imagine an Invaders movie set during the Korean War. You got Wolverine. You got Union Jack or Captain Britain or whomever. You got uh, the android that you saw in the first uh, in the bubble in the in the glass case and oh, the original Human Torch. Oh, you and, and their Namor is attacking, and you have this thing Wolverine versus Namor. You get the him Taron Egerton playing Wolverine. Awesome movie. Um, and uh, and uh, and Rami Malek. So now you have Elton John and Freddie Mercury battling. <laughs> Freddie Mercury, right? The, right. Exactly. Exactly. That's what. That's what. That's what they should. That's what they should do. They should do an Invaders movie. They could bring in Isaiah Bradley, and his story was that they were testing the super soldier serum on african-american soldiers uh like uh, things that happen actually in history um and a lot of them died before um i, I don't know I, I didn't read the 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 full run of that comic book but the idea that he had gained the powers of captain america in and around the time that captain america uh, got his powers and he could come back and be in the invaders there's so many possibilities with the invaders with Spitfire, the original Ms. America, Union Jack, Captain Britain. There's so many of these characters that you could bring in and it would be awesome. I'll trust you. All right. So, and, and Wolverine could be in that movie. Wolverine is the invaders because they kind of, they didn't, they retcon that Wolverine was actually a part of the invaders. I thought so. I thought it was Wolverine, Captain America, Namor. And Human Torch, right? John, um, the Android one. I, right, right. John something, I think is yeah, his name. Yeah, John something Android, right? So, 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 yeah. But you know, the Invaders were a comic book a long time ago, even before Wolverine ever appeared. And because of Wolverine's longevity and healing factor, they were like, he was around during World War II. What did he do? Ah, oh, he fought with the Invaders. Right, right. All right. So, yeah, those would be awesome. And then we're gonna go down to our next, uh, our next bracket in this uh, rundown is not what will be coming out cinematically but will be what will be coming out on the disney plus streaming service what we think what the speculation is yeah so i mean these four i guess we can kind of lump together so right they've all been i guess informally announced right there there's a loki series i'm assuming this is going to be him with the tesseract from endgame the, the version of loki that disappeared hashtag where loki at Hashtag where Loki at, that's right. <laughs> that This is where he is. He's at, he's at Disney Plus. He's on Disney Plus. A hundred percent. I'd be surprised if that's not the storyline that they go with. Yeah. The next one is Falcon and Bucky, or uh, Ca I, I'm assuming they're going to call it Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Really? You know, they just had a, I, I think so. They, they had to go with, with Falcon and Bucky temporarily because you can't say it's, oh, a Captain America series and give away the fact that, you know, Sam Wilson is going to be Captain America before Endgame happens. So I, I think that's... So this comes to the, our, our our naming thing, and we had this conversation before off the mic, and I want them to kind of like stop naming movies after characters, but instead storylines, so you can have the pre-scroll war. You can have, uh, you know, Civil War didn't have to be a Captain America movie. Right. And you could have these kind of things. Just name, don't name it Avengers 6. You know, I mean, name it uh, The Council of Kangs, right? And you can kind of do that. So I would love to see like Falcon and Bucky do their thing, but I, it's like kind of weird, like Falcon and Bucky, you know? I, I kind of hope they, they're a little more creative with the name. Yeah. 
Well, that leads into your next one, right? The one that you have the most beef with, uh, WandaVision. <laughs> WandaVision. Yeah, that, that's a terrible name. So it sounds like if you're watching, um, again, this was brought up, A Christmas Story, and you have Frankie watching a TV and goes, you don't need this boring old black and white TV. You want to buy the new TV, WandaVision. Yeah. But <laughs> it's, but you know what? It depends on what storyline they go with, because there was um I guess it's probably two years old at this point, uh, a vision like twelve story arc where he basically created his own family and things like that, and he's in like a a sweater and you know real prim and proper. So like the the naming WandaVision just invokes that yeah. time frame. Right. And that, or not that time frame, time like period. Kind of like so leave it to be right. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's exactly. Right. And I'll tell you what: if they, um, if they do that storyline, I think it'd be a great show. That's not the first time they did something like that with Vision and Scarlet Witch. I had the um, there was a Vision and Scarlet Witch miniseries, a limited series, limited series uh, back in um, it was the eighties or like. Uh, mid to mid to late 80s and they had children and the explanation was i don't know if it was in there but it was around that time that because of wanda's reality warping powers um probability warp the the probability that they couldn't have kids and they just had kids and she just used her powers so that they could have kids. Right, and they, but weren't they fake, though? It turns out, like, a decade later, they retconned so she had called up demons or some kind of craziness. Yeah, so that, that's why. But they did try to do that, like, proper nuclear family. They moved out to Long Island. Yeah, see, that, that's why I'm thinking they might do the Vision storyline, where yeah. he, he actually had a wife that he made, but he just replaced her with Scarlet Witch. And I, you know, it's it's them living in the suburbs, right? Laugh track comedy almost. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, yeah, but, but yeah, it'd be it'd be kind. Of, they're both very serious characters when they're thing. There was there wasn't a lot of like punchy jokes between the two of them. Yeah, and and he's dead, so you you know what what do you do? Oh, he's not Bucky dead, but even Bucky isn't Bucky dead, so. <laughs> So Hawkeye's rumored to be getting his yeah he's rumored to be getting his own series where he's supposedly going to be training someone to be the next Hawkeye. I'm assuming it's going to be Kate Bishop. So that's that's another one of your young Avengers. Um, so to my point, where if you're seeding them elsewhere, you can bring them into the movies. And they said these series will definitely be closely related to the movies. So we'll see. Again, who I want to see in that would be Jean, Jean Renault, Renault as the swordsman, or, or as I'm going to call him, Jean Renault. <laughs> we know, we know, T. We know, but you know, I'm again him training a whole television show based that could be like an afterthought as a thing that happens on the side in the television show. I think that you know it has to be they have to have a good story, you know that that kind of is like um, yeah. I would like to see Hawkeye as a leader of a type of of Marvel Suicide Squad uh, group. That would be interesting to me. Yeah, I'll tell you what. He had one of the best arcs, I think, in Endgame. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what they do with him now. I mean, Jeremy Renner is a great actor, so just give him good material. And it's about time Hawkeye had some kind of depth. I know in in Age of Ultron, um, they tried to give him a little uh, thicker and meatier of uh, Well, they, they tried to make it up for him what they did in, in Avengers 1. Right, right. But, um, but we, we shall see. We shall see. So listen. There's a lot that Marvel can announce. If you have any kind of ideas, our listeners, if you have any kind of ideas about what do you think they're going to announce or what you would like them to announce or your reactions to what they announce, hit us up on Not All Podcasts Wear Capes on Twitter. Not All po- What is it? Not All Not all Pods on Twitter. Uh, not All Pods on Instagram. Uh, not All Pods at gmail.com. And uh, we're not on Facebook yet. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll see if we get there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, hit us up, communicate with us, and we'll uh, we'll uh, we'll uh, talk about uh, some of the our responses. We're trying to uh, bring responses into the format of the show, um, and uh, so this is going to be uh, 
a huge, huge, huge weekend. And I think in our next episode, we're going to have to uh, react to all this. A little bit of, yeah, react to all this and a little decompressing. And uh, we should have a little see how right or wrong we were. Like check all the boxes that we that we get. And and I'm sure there's going to be something that's that we that's going to that's going to happen there that we have not talked about. I, I hope so. I, I hope so. Because if we call I the hope whole we didn't thing, call it on. I like to be surprised. Yeah, I, I don't want to have to change the name of the podcast till we told you so. Okay. So this was uh, the second bonus episode of not all podcasts where capes are special comic-con speculative preview. Not All Podcasts Wear Capes is a Thaumaturge Wonderworks production. This issue was edited by Andre 3.0 Marks.